what's up guys it's your boy Bradley Thompson here and this is episode 14 of the living the Canadian dream podcast it looks like I'm rapping right now if you're looking at the video podcast this is the first episode video podcast let's go let's go people were asking for the video podcast and even if you weren't asking for the video podcast you're gonna get the goddamn video podcast because it's already happening right now you're tuned in to the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to last episode, which was the first ever interview um, that I've had on this podcast. And as I talked about a, a couple episodes ago, it wasn't really an interview. It was more of a conversation. It was just my buddy that was on here named Ralph Fawaz, very smart guy. Um, and it was really good. So check that one out. Episode 13 with Ralph Fawaz. It was a good one. And that's just going to be the start for the, you know, the guests that I have on here. I have a lot of people coming up. Uh, there's a lot of great people that I want to bring on here and just have a conversation with because I have a lot of awesome people in my life. So I want to talk to them about what they're interested in and get you guys some info so you can also live the Canadian dream. Whoa, holy crap. Yeah, so um, like my Canadian sign, it's pretty lit if you're looking at the video podcast. Canadian sign's pretty lit. It's over top of the world right now because Canada over everything. <laughs> Canada over everything. Seriously, though, like, that's, like, my country, and, like, I'm so proud. No, but seriously, though, I love Canada, um, and that's why this podcast is called Living the Canadian Dream because Canada has given me some amazing things, um, and I'm very fortunate to live in this awesome country. So shout out to Canada. The entire country. Shout out to to the entire country of Canada. Um, it's funny. I've been uh, thinking about getting a po- uh, you know my beard was like kind of wet. I was talking about this beard a few episodes back. How I grew it up for November, and as you can see, 2019 hipster version of Chewbacca is here. I'm here, and it's still there. Um, but yeah, my beard was wet. I just washed my face. I just got back from rock climbing. <clears throat> And uh, yeah, that was a fantastic time. I had a lot of fun. I'm really weak right now because I ate way too much over the holidays. And uh, yeah, I forget what I was just talking about. My life is a movie. My life is a movie. That's all I'm saying. My life is a movie, bro. Um, all right, I, I'll, I'll think of it. And it's it's funny because sometimes I start going from topic to topic to topic to topic. And I'll forget something once in a while because just the conversation just rolls because right now I'm just looking at my wall right now and I got a blank whiteboard. I got a blank calendar because I was way too lazy to fill it in. So that's what I'm looking at right now. It's pretty awesome. I know. I know. It's pretty inspiring. Uh, But yeah, this is the first ever video episode of my podcast. I'm really excited. This is groundbreaking stuff. Groundbreaking stuff right now. And as I say groundbreaking stuff, I think of, I just remembered what I thought I was going to be talking about. Okay. I've been thinking about getting a tattoo for a little while, and I think I narrowed it down to what I want. Um, I'm not going to do a big sleeve or anything like that. I'm not that aggressive, but I'm going to get tatted. I'm going to get illustrated on. It's whatever. It's not even a big deal anymore. Like, I think I'm going to get illustrated. It's like not even a ting. It's not even a ting. Um, But yeah, I want to get... I want to get a couple things. I want to get a couple tats. Gonna be super illustrated. It's like not even a big deal. I don't know. You guys are just getting so excited. I don't know. My girlfriend's actually super excited because she has some crazy tattoos. Um, 
She's got a bunch. She's got like a word on one of her hands here on on her arm right here. Then I think she has she has another like a triangle thing. I don't know. Uh, and then she has a a huge lion on like her left arm, literally her entire left arm. And yeah, it's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. And um, I forget what else she has. Yeah, she has some pretty sick tattoos. I even have some cousins that have tattoos and stuff like that. Like one of my cousins has a sleeve. Um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I don't know if I'm a sleeve guy though. I don't know if I'm a sleeve guy because I don't know. My entire life I've been living, I didn't see tattoos in my future. I always thought maybe one tattoo, but not a sleeve, Brad. Not a sleeve. Who do you think I am? I'm sorry about like the reflection on my goddamn eyes right now. It's my computer. I could dim it. Maybe that helps. Maybe I look too dark right now. I have lights and stuff too that I didn't set up. I'm I'm a mess right now. This podcast is falling apart. It's falling apart one piece at a time. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I've never thought of myself as a tattoo guy. And I don't know. I don't want to wear have to not be able I don't even know like if I work in corporate one day if I work in a corporate job like am I not going to be able to wear short sleeve shirts maybe not with a tattoo I don't know I don't know if there's still stigma around it but like I mean I don't know like that's I don't know I was always uh told you know growing up that like You know, you got to be careful with that stuff because people, and I I totally agree. Like people do perceive you a certain way and I know people judge you and it's unfortunate, especially, you know, if somebody's from a different generation and they view tattoos a certain way, they're going to judge you. Even if people are like, no, this is an inclusive environment, all that sort of stuff. People judge and they're not going to say anything, but in the back of their mind, they're just like, okay, this person is this type of person and they're making judgments. That's just how human beings are. Human beings judge. If you didn't know by now, it's just in everybody's friggin' um, DNA. That's how it is. You know, you can judge in, you know, really bad ways by discriminating, which is horrible. And, you know, bad people do that stuff, obviously. Um, But then you can judge just like in the back of your mind. And people do that stuff. People do that. It doesn't mean that they think anything bad of you. It just means that they're judging. Like people make judgment calls all the time. So that was always in the back of my head is that like, you know, you might be perceived a certain way. Like I might be too hip hop for this goddamn corporation. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be too hip hop for the corporation because although I do have a mic in my hand, I can drop it anytime I want. Um, (laughs) Such an idiot. If you guys are watching this video podcast, you see the hand action levels to the shit levels to the shit. That's what I do. I think in a past life, I was a rapper because whenever I think of music, I just start rapping to it, yo. (laughs) Such an idiot. Oh, my gosh. Now you guys can watch me be an idiot as well. It's wonderful. This is a whole family experience. This uh, This is an inclusive podcast, and I want you guys to watch me be an idiot because I am. I seriously am. And... I don't care if you think otherwise. I don't care if you think otherwise. No, seriously though, I'm stupid. Um, and it's funny, like sometimes I'll be in my car 
like rapping, spitting a verse. And when I mean verse, I literally mean one sentence because I'm not good at rhyming things. Um, I figured that out a long time. I, I don't know, I figured it out. I messed, I messed up words here. I think I'm tired from rock climbing. That's the problem. Um, but yeah, I figured that out a long time ago. And that's why I'm not a rapper because I can't rhyme. And it's unfortunate, but I can't do it. Like, I'll be trying to, like, think of a verse. Like, yo, money on my mind. And then I stop. One minute goes by. Two minutes go by. Still trying to think out, think about what rhymes with mind. Kind. But how do you incorporate kind? Bind. Combine something. Binder. That's what rappers do. Yo, money on my mind. I got this relationship to bind in my binder. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm a uh, literally the sixth god right now with my rhymes right now. It's crazy. You guys don't understand. I live in the rough streets of Oakville, of O Town. People think I'm crazy. But I'm not. No, I'm just joking. Whenever people, whenever people ask me where I live, I'm just like, yeah, Toronto. Or if they're from, obviously, the GTA, it's just like, yeah, Oakville. And it's like, yeah, I wouldn't even say Oakville. I'll just be like, yo, the rough streets from Oakville. And people are just like, get the frig out of here. It's like, yo, trust, man. We got Starbucks. We don't have coffee culture down here. Shit's rough down here, bro. Booster juice, bro. Bro. You got that freshie? You don't got that freshie. You ain't got that freshie, eh? Okay. Yeah. Being somebody that grew up in Mississauga, I am happy that I did grow up there. It's a very cool place. Underrated. Underrated GTA City. Underrated. Super diverse. A lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of interesting people. I remember I in my in my uh, elementary school. Uh, we had some good times, man. I remember we always used to play basketball at lunch, <laughs> and it would always get super aggressive. People would get aggressive because it's like the NBA Finals, and it's funny whenever like uh like these initiatives come about where like parents are like saying, "No, we can't keep score. We can't. You can't keep score. The kid, it's the it's for fun." Every single kid on that goddamn field or court is keeping score in the back of their minds. And they are playing to win. They're playing to win. So the people who are not keeping score, when parents say, you know, don't keep score. They're doing that for themselves because all those kids are keeping score. And you goddamn know that. If you've ever played sports before, you know kids are keeping score. And I know that because especially in like elementary school, shit would get real. She would get real. Fights would break out a little bit. I remember people would fight in the classrooms. I see. I saw a couple, a couple big scraps in the classroom, man. Some big scraps, and it's just like shit. Shit's real. Rough streets of saga, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no. I remember elementary school. That was so jokes, man. I was in. Um, I think I talked about this a while ago, but I was super involved all throughout like high school and elementary school. But it really started with elementary school. When I first like sort of stepped out of my shell, I talked about this and, um, but I got really involved into clubs, not just like 
to trying to be outgoing and all that sort of stuff. But I got super involved into clubs. And one of the reasons I did it was obviously, you know, to just get involved, meet new people. Because I, I really enjoyed, like, you know, hanging out with new people and just, like, getting involved, learning about different stuff. And uh, the second reason, which was a big reason, was that I was able to miss a lot of class all throughout elementary school, all throughout high school. I missed a lot of class. And that fit me a lot better than, you know, academic clubs. <laughs> it's funny, though. Like, I would literally uh, do AV club as I talked about before, and we would miss so much class. Anytime there was a mass, anytime there was like uh, auditorium lecture or any sound needed to be set up for like a play or something, bro, I'm missing half the day in class. I don't care what's going on. We are setting up stuff and then we're gonna be chilling on the back of the in the in the AV room. It was like, not even a closet, it was like a storage closet, it was huge, it was big. But like, we would just chill back there. We just chill back there. Just yeah, let's milk this. <laughs> That's when I realized <laughs> what milking a job was all about. You know, you're not getting paid to do it, and like the teachers don't care. Like you're setting it up anyways, but you're just chilling. Once you're done, you're just chilling. You're just chilling, and then you have to test the sound. If things aren't working properly, if the if the acoustics aren't right in the building, you gotta fix it. And I was doing all this stuff at like 11 years old. In grade seven, got to make sure the acoustics are right. Oh, I'm not going to be able to make the next class. Oh, I'm not going to be able to make the second half of the day. Got The acoustics, man. Somebody's saying over there, oh, the acoustics, man, they're off. They're off. If The minute you plug a guitar or something in there, bro, that's two days. I'm off. I'm not going to class. I can't go to class. I got to make sure the instruments are working. The levels have to be working. There's levels to this shit. Seriously though, like <laughs> I was such an idiot, man. So I used to do that stuff. I was super involved. I was like in the chess club when I was in elementary school. This is a throwback Thursday, guys. I was in like I was on like a bunch of sports team, like hockey, you know, softball. I don't even know what else. Like all that sort of stuff. But I was in like all the clubs too. It was it was a lot of fun, man. People often look back at like elementary school and high school. And say that like, oh, I hated that time in my life. I'm so happy. And like, obviously, like, I respect them for being happy where they are right now in the present moment. But I got to tell you guys, whenever I think back to those times, I'm just like, yo, that was my prime. <laughs> I actually love those days. Elementary school, high school. Holy crap. Those were fun times. When you had no responsibility, like your responsibility was like my responsibility because you know my parents were really strict with school like if i didn't get you know good marks good marks you know like uh like i would always have like honor roll and stuff like that when it mattered when it mattered let's keep that in mind i would always have honor roll when it mattered <laughs> the last year of every goddamn program elementary school high school getting that honor roll college or university, getting that honor roll, dab on them haters. Yeah, man. But the le years leading up to it, I don't want to look back at those transcripts. I, I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. There was some crazy shit going on there. But when it mattered, I came through. I came through. 
Um, but yeah, my parents were very strict with that stuff. And I always had to make sure I kept my marks high, you know, like whatever B pluses and A's and all that sort of stuff. I tried. I tried I tried really hard in school because my parents were really strict with that stuff. Um, but they were very cool too. If I didn't do well and I tried my best, they were really cool with that stuff. Shout out to my parents for being awesome. But um, yeah, like I would have to do well in school and then I would be busy with clubs and then I'd be busy with like sports and then sports outside of school, like competitive sports. So like soccer and then, you know, hockey in the winter. And uh, it was a lifestyle, man. I, I love that stuff. It was so much fun. High school and stuff, like even high school, bro. I was in so many clubs. Like I would miss days of school just to go on retreats, just retreats. And they were amazing. They were awesome like i actually love them i went on like multiple religion retreats as like a representative for the school and they were so fun yo like you sit down they had like all these guest speakers i remember there was one day they had a guest speaker um like they had me to we which is like this huge organization that does a lot of great stuff in the world um they had this guest speaker who represents me to we who was a child soldier and he did like a huge keynote like talk and it was crazy man like so i got to do really cool stuff even with like circumstances that might not sound as cool like oh he's going to a religion retreat yo those retreats were so fun and not only did you get to watch super cool people miss a day of school but i also got free food on top of that so shout out to that yo like that's Shout out for shout out to involvement, okay? <laughs> shout out to extracurriculars. So whenever people like ask me, like, um, you know, like if they should get involved, I always say get involved, yo. Like, not only will you get to like do fun stuff, you'll meet people that are awesome, and you'll be friends with them forever. Like, I've met so many people, and that was one of the main reasons I was able to was through clubs and getting involved in different stuff and it's so easy to meet people that way and to become close with people and become friends with people because you're interested in one thing it's a mutual interest so even if you're both on student council but you're not really into it bro there's going to be people that aren't really into it i wasn't really into a lot of the student council stuff but i mean I, I enjoyed it like because we did a lot of like cool events and stuff like that and then I also got to meet like so many people in the school and I got to do like run a bunch of like cool things and then yeah like it's and also it helps you on like you know it's good stuff to have on your resume because you were involved and you balanced a lot of stuff and I know a lot of like universities and stuff look for that stuff now um, like your extracurricular stuff so yeah it's good it's, it's good stuff man like it's underrated super underrated so whenever i think back to like high school elementary school i'm just like yo that was the time in my life where it was just like so fun with like no responsibility <laughs> like i was working part-time i had to keep my marks up it was super competitive in sports but it was so easy like it was busy like i was super busy but it was easy because like 
it's not like when you're an adult and you have to worry about work, like that's your life and, you know, all this other stuff. I mean, these other things, like, they're just so chill. Like, they're just relaxed environments and you get to meet a lot of people and it's just fun. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need to promote getting involved into extracurriculars <laughs> to, to, to you guys because a lot of you guys are most likely adults and, you know, you're past your elementary school and high school years so you can't go back unless you know you want to retake a grade 12 course or something um but even like right now like if you're not like doing other things than your job you got to get a hobby or something i am so pro hobby like you have no idea you have no idea and anybody that tells you that you have to focus on one thing, like your passion, your passion. You got to do your passion. You got to do your passion. 10,000 hours, 10,000 hours. I need 10,000 hours to become a master. Like, bro, you're going to burn out in literally 13 hours. Okay? You're going to burn out in 13 goddamn hours. So don't do that, honestly. And it's crazy. Like, you can't just focus on one thing. You have to have other passions. You have to have other projects on the side. Like, even if you're working nine to five, there's so many hours in a day. Don't just go home, watch Netflix, watch, you know, movies, play video games, go on your laptop all night. Do something with your time. You can spend a couple hours or whatever, or a few hours to do those things. That's all good to relax. Like I'm so pro relax as well. <laughs> Relaxing is underrated and it keeps you sane. It really does. And I've been in many uh, instances in my life where I felt like I was going to burn out. Seriously, I felt like I was going to burn out. And um, just stepping back for a few hours at a time each day just to play some goddamn video games. Seriously, it helps. Like, it's good. Like, you're doing something that you enjoy. And, you know, if you're playing video games and you're playing with friends, that's even better because you're talking to people and you're having a conversation and you're just freaking um, playing whatever you're playing. Like, I play COD, so I'm just winning all the time. Chicken dinners. That's what we should call them. Chicken finger dingers. I used to work at a restaurant and there used to be called something called a chicken finger dinner. And I always call them chicken finger dingers because I don't know because <laughs> I'm crazy. So uh, it's like PUBG, chicken finger dingers instead of chicken dinner. Yeah. But yeah, get hobbies, get passion projects. Somebody in my life right now, I'm not going to bring it up because they will get mad at me and I don't want to deal with that right now. Seriously though. Um, Basically, they're starting a new passion project on the side and it's about something that they really enjoy. And it's just like, it's amazing. That's amazing because in my life, I've done some pretty cool things already. Like I've had my own dance company before. And quite frankly, if I didn't own my own dance company, I would have never learned how to build a website. I would have never learned in depth specific marketing, digital marketing tactics. I had to do all that stuff to start this company. I had to build a website because 
I'm a poor high. Uh, what was I? Uh, I was a I was a university. I was a poor university student. So, I don't have money to build a website. So, what's the next best thing to learn how to build a website? Because not only will you save money, obviously, because you have to learn how to code. You have to learn all that, all that uh, specific, you know, backend server stuff. You have to learn all that stuff. But on top of that, those are skills that I've learned and that they will stay with me forever. Even if I were to ever switch a different career, let's just say, hypothetically, if I were to go a totally different route in my life, let's just say I was going to be a model. I was going to be a model. Okay? My hair is in my eyes. That's me. That's, that's my model talk. Because I have this beard now. I'm very confident with this beard. You guys have no idea. Like, I think I could... I think I think I could be Jason Momoa, but I just have to grow up my hair a little bit and then put on like 150 pounds of muscle and probably grow a foot because I'm 5'5". Five five. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's just say hypothetically I were to switch careers. That's just something that I've learned in my life that I will never forget. Digital marketing, building a website, social media management, all that sort of stuff. All quality things that will help you in anything. If I were to start a business at one point in my life later, you need all those things. Even if you were delegating stuff out, it's important for you to understand how things work. And I hate to be preaching right now, but welcome to the Church of Brad right now, okay? We're going to get you guys woke right now, okay? This is going to be a 2019 woke session right now, okay? <laughs> such an idiot even if you were to delegate something you own your own business you plan on doing your own passion project but you want to get freelancers or you want to hire a company if you know how shit works focus on the stuff that you want to focus on but you can also make sure people are doing the stuff properly and you can make sure you're not getting scammed or screwed over because especially when it comes to like freelancers and stuff like that when i did my dance thing back in the day i remember i had to hire a couple freelancers um that were programmers and a couple of them freaking screwed me over but there was nothing i could do with that there's nothing you can do they're on the back end of your server. And on top of that, they're in a totally different country. You've never met them face to face. They're online. So they go ghost. So you have to be careful. And if you learn like specific skills, like if you're doing stuff yourself, you got those skills, you know how stuff works. You have a better idea and you won't be scammed or anything like that. And even if you'd like do delegate stuff and you don't know, you should always like educate yourself a little bit at least to get an understanding of how things work. I, I that's how I am. I'm I'm like that. Uh and I get super into stuff sometimes. <laughs> like even like uh like rock climbing now like I I'm I want to get better. I have goals for the new year and which I'm going to get into in a sec uh about like how 2018 wrapped up and stuff like that, but I get super 
into stuff and I just want to get better. Whether it's like podcasting right now, I want to get better at this. And that's why I'm doing a video podcast and dropping the mic right now because that's how rappers talk. Uh, yo, this is the rapping podcast right now, bro. Bro, DJ Brad right now. Um, but yeah, like I always want to get better at stuff. So especially when it comes to rock climbing, I'm always looking at stuff, you know, tutorials, uh, just training videos because I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. That's what I do. Even when I play video games, guys, I'm going to drop some nerd knowledge on you guys. And I am a gamer. Okay. It's 2019. I'm a new person. I will admit that I am, in fact, a gamer. That was so hard for me to say. You guys have no idea. You guys actually have no idea that that was so hard for me to say. I am a gamer. 2019, I'm admitting it. And I got to tell you, I'm so much of a gamer. I play a couple hours every night. I do. Not every night, but like most nights now. And it's really... Sorry, my, uh, I don't know, my camera like turned off on this video podcast, so I had to restart that. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big gamer and I'll tell you how much of a gamer I am. I want to get better at stuff and there are professional gamers and streamers out there that are absolutely ridiculous at the games that they play. Okay. So somebody who is like me, and I also want to get better, I will sometimes watch their streams and watch their videos. <laughs> and it's really hard for me to say that as a grown-ass man, <laughs> that I sometimes regularly watch gamers, you know, dropping knowledge, showing how to play Blackout a little bit better, showing out how to solve an easter egg on a call of duty zombies map i do watch gamers occasionally and if you guys are not gamers you don't know what an easter egg is basically it's like a hidden mission and that's like a big thing in call of duty zombies they always have these easter eggs which are these hidden missions where you do a bunch of complicated shit <laughs> and eventually you can fight like a boss or something like that. And it's 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 a lot of fun. It's 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 really cool. Like it's all these steps that lead up to it. It's like a it's a solid three hour game. You gotta dedicate some time to it. So yeah, that's that's sort of what I'm into right now. Uh well I'm always into it, but like it's fun. It's fun. Uh okay. So let's do a couple things right now. I'm going to give you guys the book of the week right now. The book of the week is one by Seth Godin, one of my favorite authors, marketers of all time. He wrote this book called The Dip. I have it right here because I really like it. It's backwards, but like, oh, no, it still doesn't work. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Seth Godin, if you guys are listening to this podcast basically i was flipping the book up up and down uh 
don't worry about it. Don't worry about why. Uh, but it's basically the extraordinary benefits of knowing when to quit and when to stick. This is a great book. I read it a while ago, but I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, but it's it's a very good book, especially if you're pursuing passion projects and side projects like we were talking about before, or even career, or even like a career, okay? And it's just like a book that helps you determine when you should stick with something, like should you keep going on this podcast, Brad? Probably not because nobody likes it and nobody listens to it, but it's okay. Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, shout out to my three listeners right now, okay? Shout out to you guys. You guys are OG Living the Canadian Dream podcast listeners. That's a mouthful. Um, but basically, it helps you determine when you should continue doing something, when it's worth it, and when it isn't. If you're not passionate about something, you know, you should quit it. And uh, sometimes you get these burnt out stages in your life when you're doing something like a passion project. Like I recently took a little break from my blog and I started getting back into it because I wanted to post my podcast episodes there again. And it's just like, I mean, for certain people, like you never know when you're, when you're going to have your breakthrough or whatever. Like you don't know. So it helps you determine like, are you going to get that breakthrough or are you just wasting your time? That's her thing. So check out this book. It's called The Dip by Seth Godin. It's really cool and it's super short. It's literally, I'm going to tell you how many pages it is. 80 pages. It's literally 80 pages. Like that's a chapter in goddamn Harry Potter Philosopher's Stone. I have not read any Harry Potter books because they're 200 pages way too long. I'm saying it straight up, okay? Saying it straight up. Lord of the Rings, 400 pages way too long. Not doing that, okay? I have anything else to do. My time is friggin' valuable, okay? <laughs> Star Wars, same thing. 300 pages way too long. I have anything else to do. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that because that's a journey, a hero's journey. That's me flicking my hair again that I don't want to take. Okay? So back off. Yeah, so that's the book, The Dip. Um, it's super dope. Uh, and it's like one of those books that you can tell people that you've read. It has a lot of valuable knowledge in it as well. And you can tell people that you've read a book in 2019. So that's huge for you if you're not into books and stuff. If you're into books, you'll probably read this in like 25 minutes. And um, I'm not a speed reader. It takes me a while to read anything. So yeah, slow and steady for me. Um, app of the week. Since we're talking about this book right here, I thought, why not give you guys a good place to buy books like this, okay? This isn't actually an app. <laughs> I'm going to be straight with you guys. It's a website. And it helps you buy books like these for super cheap. Okay? And this is actually not an advertisement. So <laughs> they should be paying me because I'm friggin' sending people to their goddamn site, boy. Um, this website is called Book Depository. 
bookdepository.com. It is a really good site. I came across the site of probably like a year or so ago. Um, I used to buy books from like amazon.ca. I used to buy books from chapters. And I got to tell you, they're way too expensive. If you're into buying like books from mom and pop shops, cool. That's all good. But if you want to save money on books, if you want to get two books for the price of one, you go to bookdepository.com. The prices are so cheap. You have no idea. They are ridiculous. Seriously. The prices are literally incredible. Honestly, like the prices are actually ridiculous. Um, and it's free shipping worldwide. It's based in the UK and it's an Amazon owned company. So basically the prices are even cheaper than Amazon. That's how insane the goddamn prices are. Like I've gotten, like, I don't even know. I probably got this book for like 10 bucks, to be honest, even though it's like a $30 or $40 book in store. Like it's crazy. So go to bookdepository.com. You'll save some goddamn money. It's really good. It's really good. Um, and it's not advertised at all because obviously it's super cheap and people don't want you to get cheap stuff. And like we talked about on last podcast with Ralph, uh, he gave you guys that uh, Amazon, you know, Chrome extension. Like we're saving you guys some goddamn pesos, bro. Pesos. Saving you pesos and Canadian dollars as well if you're from Canada because this is living the Canadian dream um, podcast. <laughs> That's my uh, dubstep. I always wanted to get into beatboxing, but I was never good. <laughs> and people are going to be yelling like, doesn't mean you're not, you know, doesn't mean you can't be good. Just means, you know, you've never practiced and stuff like that. I get that. I get that. But I wasn't into it. I wasn't good at all. And just way too much effort <laughs> to make sounds out of your mouth. I do that any days. I I, I'd, uh, I do like the snare drum and stuff like that. I'm not going to do it on the mic, even though I should, because I'm a rapper on this podcast today. I don't know. I'm taking different personalities, but uh, I don't know. Never works out on the mic. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not good with that stuff, the the beatboxing stuff. Okay, so it's time. Okay, reflecting on 2018. 2018. Yeah, um, that's what I have on my phone, so I didn't forget. I wanted to talk a little bit about how my 2018 was. Because we're officially in 2019, it's January, and um, yeah. It was a very exciting year and a lot happened because a year is 365 days, 52 weeks. That's it. Um, <laughs> 12 months. Um, I don't know how many hours or minutes, so don't ask me. Um, it was a really good year. It was a really good year. 
Last year, in 2018, I graduated with my Bachelor's Business Administration degree, my BBA degree in marketing from Sheridan College. I graduated in January. Well, I technically had my graduation in the spring, but I physically <laughs> graduated and walked out of the school in January. So that was a big moment in my life. That was a big moment in my life. In my life. Um, I was in school, in university, like post-secondary school, for five years because I did two years at one school, as I talked about before. And then, you know, the rest of my time I did uh, at Sheridan. At Sheridan. So three years at Sheridan or so, yeah. Because I went... Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to get into that, but because <laughs> that's super boring. I don't even want to get into that because you guys are just clicking this goddamn podcast off. Okay. That was a really big moment in my life. And I'm really happy that I was able to successfully graduate because God knows, God knows The odds were stocked against us, especially when it came to goddamn mathematics. I am not good at math. I hate it. Calculus in university should be banned. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of yelling today. Um, no, honestly, like calculus in university literally triggers me. I'm absolutely shaking right now and I'm literally perspirating right now. I'm literally perspirating and shaking at the same time. I'm triggered and I'm offended at goddamn university calculus. I had to take it three times in my life and that is three times way too, way too long, way too mint. <laughs> I don't even know how to speak. I don't even know how to speak. I should have taken English three times. <laughs> Not calculus because I don't want to take calculus. I hate, cal I hate calculus. I hate mathematics. I have not used any of these things since I've been out of school. Since I've been out of school, haven't had to do any calc, any. Like I was hoping, you know, maybe I'd be doing some word problems here and there, you know, little word problems, client sends a word problem or something. I don't know, walking down the street, see a word problem on a billboard, gotta answer that to successfully cross the street without getting hit by a car. Haven't had that circumstance in my life so far. So, damn help. That's my Chris Delia. Damn help. No, but seriously though, didn't help anything. Frustrating. Yeah. Really frustrating because I had to retake it twice in my life. Overall, had to take it three times in my life. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, by that third time that I took calculus, marks didn't get better. <laughs> it was still hit or miss, you know, still hit or miss. Every, every, every test, every midterm, every final, never felt confident. <laughs> so shout out to Sheridan for allowing me to get my goddamn degree because God knows the odds were stacked against me. And don't even get me started with things like statistics, business, decision-making, accounting. Ugh, guys, not a math guy over here. Brad, 
not a math guy. Not a math guy. Basic math? Got it down. Addition? I've been summing stuff up. Okay? Okay? Anything other than that? Division? Not so much. Because once we get into like the long division stuff, nah. I don't even remember how to do that. <laughs> Trigonometry? It's kind of like Tetris blockus. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Yep. So, uh, yeah, your boy's got a degree. Yeah. Um, but I found stuff that I'm interested in. Okay. That's what matters. Nobody's good at everything. And if you're struggling with a course right now, for real, this is like real Papa Brad talks right now. The church of Brad. If you're struggling with a course right now, just know you only have to take that shit once. Get the mark. Get the hell out of that class. If it's a whole program, you probably need to switch programs because you don't want to do that shit for the rest of your life. I was doing calculus temporarily. It was a stepping stone to what I wanted to do. Marketing entrepreneurship stuff, all that sort of stuff, all those courses, you know, branding courses, all that stuff. But I had to take calculus because it was an introductory class. Although I would sort of do step ups on that calculus class because although I step up, I had to come back down a little bit, step back on, back down. I eventually got up. I eventually got up with crutches, <laughs> but I eventually got past that calculus hurdle. It was like I'm an Olympic hurdler, you know. Pulled a hammy, came back next year. Pulled both hammies. Final attempt. I'm way past my prime. This is my last year in the goddamn Olympics before I retire. Let's do this. I go starting off. I'm running. First hurdle. Hit it hit it but I didn't lose hope next one pick up a little bit more speed okay I'm losing still because the rest of my class is just absolutely destroying it and although I hit that first hurdle there's a guy on the sidelines my trainer also known as my math tutor <laughs> they're cheering me on just like Brad you have to do this <laughs> you have no other choice there's no other options so I'm running. I get past that second hurdle. All odds against me. Although it's shaken because I barely got over it. I'm going to the next one. There's going to be three hurdles in this example. Okay, guys? Three hurdles. Going past the next one. This is the final exam. Okay? I'm so tired. I'm about to give up. I'm on, I, I have to stop for a second because I'm, I'm on my hands and knees. I'm barely crawling. And then I get back up, dust myself off. Step back a little bit and I take a run for it. I jump head first because that's the only way. I have to dolphin dive over this thing. This is the last hurdle. This is the only thing keeping me from the shit that I want to do. It's the only thing. It's the only thing keeping me from doing the stuff that I want to do. All odds against me. It's just like, Ba, 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 ba. Ba, boom, 
And then I fall on the ground and I'm rolling. And then I see the hurdle shaking because I barely touched it. And it's shaking. It looks like it's going to fall. If it falls, I'm disqualified. And that fall means it's a failure. It basically goes on its side. And then it gets back up somehow. I don't know what math God was with me on that final exam that I took at Sheridan. But that hurdle did not fall. And I crawled to the goddamn finish line. And I became a champion. Not because I did well in math, <laughs> but because I crossed that hurdle. That hurdle, And that was a really long example of what I was saying is basically if you're struggling with something right now, a course, a program, it's temporary shit. It's temporary. If it's a course, just do the course so you can get onto stuff that you enjoy. But it isn't everything. It really isn't everything. Like, if you're stressing so much that you're making yourself sick over it, whether it's mentally or physically, it's not worth it. Take a break. Stop stressing over it. It's hard to come from somebody that had to retake calculus twice in their life, three times in total. Let's just remember that. Um, but yeah, it's just not worth it, man. Don't Don't get stressed over that shit because at the end of the day, it's just a goddamn mark just a goddamn mark especially if you're in first or second year don't stress over that like I got sick in my other school because I was stressing all the time I was stressing all the time and I wasn't enjoying what I was doing when I eventually went to Sheridan I was enjoying it a lot more and that was a huge change in my life to make that leap to switch schools halfway and if you guys are ever thinking about switching schools halfway to do something that you really want to enjoy that you really enjoy or like a program that you enjoy more or something like that. And that's really what you want to do. Make that change. Even if your parents want you to do something else, dude, make that change. Like for, if I was doing something that I hated and I still had to pay off this goddamn student loans, you know how upset I would be? <laughs> Absolutely not paying off student loans for something that I hate. So don't do that. There's always time to switch courses and school's not everything. If you suck at school, take like people like Gary V, for example. He always talks about it because he used to fail everything. He sucked at school and he was super successful. You know, created this huge marketing agency, became one of the biggest social media influencers of our time. And he sucked at school. So keep that in mind. You don't have to be great at school. You know, it's very important to get an education. Try your best, obviously. If you're not doing well, get a tutor. Do everything you can. But it's not everything. It's not everything. And you shouldn't get sick mentally or physically over that because it's literally just a test, especially in, like, university environments. They really don't give a shit who passes and who doesn't. So don't stress over it. If you pass, don't stress. If you don't pass... People retake courses all the goddamn time. I had to take calculus three times in my life. Don't stress if you have to retake a course. People think it's the end of the world. Yo, three times in my life. Nobody wants to do goddamn quadratics three times in their life. Let's tell you that much, okay? Um, <laughs> that was a long goddamn example. What else do I got? Okay. Last year, 2018... 
I did a big physical thing, which was I went lead climbing. I learned how to lead climb. If you guys don't know what lead climbing is, I might add like a video right here, maybe. I might add some videos over top of this video uh, just so you guys get a visual of what I'm talking about. But basically, it is clipping yourself into the rope when you're climbing. It's not like a top rope where it's fixed at the top. You're actually clipping yourself into the rope while you're climbing. And it's very uh, technical, very hard to do. And it's very scary because when you fall, you actually swing. Like you swing a lot more. It's not just falling like on a top rope where you're static. It just falls like this, right? Like boom, boom, where it might be some swing a little bit. Like you boom, like that's how it is. But like lead climbing, if this is you, you're going to swing, bro. You're going to swing. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of video or something. Um, but yeah, I did that this year. And that was a very scary thing for me to do because I was very scared about it. And it was one of those things I had to friggin' do because whenever I'm afraid of something, I feel like I have to do it. Not for anybody else, but for me. Because it's not even like an unnecessary risk. Like I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to do this because I'm afraid. No, like I'm actually interested in it. I've always wanted to learn. And I shouldn't be not learning this thing because I'm afraid. The minute I do it a few times, I'll be comfortable. Man the frig up. Seriously though. Um, this is still a super PG podcast. So that's why I said frig. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how I've always, I always try to live my life that way. And I'm super stoked that I learned lead climbing. And I actually just recently went to a gym with some of my friends. Uh, one of my friends is leaving to go work in a different province, Vancouver. Shout out to her. Um, but yeah, we went, uh, rock climbing to a different gym the other day to check out this new gym and the top raw uh top roping and lead climbing walls are basically two times the size and some of them look even three times the size of what i usually climb at so my next thing for especially fitness when it comes to lead climbing i want to go back to that gym and try out those walls because i'm super scared to even auto belay which is like the automatic belay and even top rope, which is the fixed rope. <laughs> I got to keep saying that because I know some people aren't into rock climbing. Um, but yeah, I really want to try those things because I know I'm afraid of it. And the minute I do it a few times, the first few times are going to be super scary. And I'll probably cry a little bit and I'll probably have a nervous breakdown. But after those first few times, I'll get comfortable. That's just how it is. Like by the time I learned lead climbing, I was super comfortable just sitting and resting at the top of a wall, just like hanging there, like lifeless. <laughs> um, because you have to just chill sometimes, especially when you're, when you're climbing. Um, you have to get used to hanging and just resting, especially if you're working on a very hard problem. You have to rest and you're not going to get brought all the way back down. So you have to do it again. No, you're just going to chill there for a sec figure out the moves, rest the old forearms there, kid. And then you're going to give her a go. You're going to give her a little go, kid. Oh, there you go, pal. Oh, you're going to send that one too, eh? Oh, hey. Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, how's it going? <laughs> That's my Canadian. Um, 
That's that's actually not even my Canadian. That's my Michael Bublé. <laughs> um, so that was one cool thing that I, I did last year. Another cool thing would be in terms of facing your fears and doing stuff that you've always wanted to do was the whole comedy thing, the stand-up comedy thing, which was recent. I've talked about that the last couple podcasts. But that was a big thing because I've always been interested in comedy. I've always wanted to give it a go. And I finally gave it a go this year. And I think it went well because I'm still able to talk about it. And I actually really want to go back and do it again. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, if you're down to do something, just freaking try it out, yo. It doesn't have to be your life. It doesn't have to be your career. Like, I'm not going to be, you know, a professional Yosemite rock climber. Like, nah, nah. I'm not a big wall climber guy. I will climb in the safety of a goddamn gym. Okay? Yeah. But it doesn't mean like I'm not into it. Like I put a lot of effort into it to get better. And it helps me relieve stress. It keeps me fit. keeps me fit mentally as well because it forces you to learn something new. forces you to be safe while you do it. And it forces you to get better. So yeah, that's why I really enjoyed comedy this year too. Um, So I'm very stoked that I was able to do that. Uh, And I'm looking forward to this year because I'm going to try to get on stage again. So yeah. Um. Another thing that I was super excited about this year was I went away on vacation. I haven't been on vacation forever, and I just started the podcast when I went on vacation. But that was a big moment because I've been wanting to go to Europe for a very long time, and I'm going to do that this year. I'm forcing myself to go. And one of the ways that I'm going to force myself to go, because I've always wanted to go, and it's just like a matter of me setting a date, saving money and then going or else you just like waste your money on stupid stuff that you don't need or just like stupid things <laughs> to be honest more tech that's something i always need um but yeah one thing i think i'm gonna do is i'm gonna book a goddamn plane ticket one way to dublin in the next few weeks and then i have a date i have a date i'll go for a few weeks and then yeah and I'll figure it out, obviously, once I book the plane ticket and stuff like that. But uh, that's the goal. I think I'm going to do that. Because then it'll force me like, oh, shit, I have to save money now. <laughs> or else I'm going to be sleeping outside. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I got the backpack and backpack now. It's it's dope. It's super dope. And I'm super excited to do that this year. Um, but yeah, last year I went to Dominican. And it was a really relaxing time. And I had a lot of fun. So I'm definitely going to go to an all-inclusive again. And some people are so against all-inclusives like that I've talked to. They're just like, oh, I'm never going back. It's like, yo, if you want to be pampered, if you just want to chill, eat food, swim, tan, and just like relax, relax, yo, just go to an all-inclusive and you have no worries. You have no worries at an all-inclusive. Seriously, though. Um all right, I think that's it for today's podcast. I had a bunch of other stuff that I wanted to get into, but I kind of got into like serious rants. Um, I don't know, yo. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about 2019. 
I mean, there's a lot of things that I want to do this year, and I don't want to give you guys my New Year's resolutions. And shout out to people that do New Year's resolutions for reals, though, like that make actual goals. And don't listen to those haters that always say, oh, New Year's resolutions are stupid. New Year's resolutions are, are pointless. Like, shut up. Shut up. Making goals for yourself are not pointless. So go screw yourself if you think that. If you're that negative and you tell people that their New Year's resolutions are stupid and that people that set New Year's resolutions aren't going to keep them, that's just generalizing people. And it's 2019. You got to get over your goddamn self. Seriously. Don't freaking disrespect people for trying to better themselves. You know, if they're trying to quit smoking, if they're trying to go to the gym more, don't be an asshole. They're trying their best. They're making goals for themselves, and that's the first step. Chris Delia, which I spoke about last podcast, I read this article that he he was on an interview or whatever, and his New Year's resolution when he first started doing stand-up comedy was that he wanted to do stand-up comedy. Facts. Look it up. It was in an interview. I read it because... I'm a nerd and I read stuff. No, I don't really. But it was just on like this article that I was reading. But yeah, like don't friggin', you know, belittle people that make New Year's resolutions. I always make New Year's resolutions. Like it's a good way to set goals. It's the start of a brand new year. And if people need that clean slate, do it. Like I always like it. Like I always set goals, fitness, career, and personal projects and stuff like that. So fitness would be stuff like rock climbing, other things, you know, um, things like I want to get into running more. Like I want to do my first like duathlon this year, like a, a biking running race. And I also want to do like a half marathon, that sort of stuff. Like you have to set fitness goals. Well, I do like I do that. And then like a career one, which is like what I want to do um, this year in my career, whether that's just, you know, in my actual job at work or if it's just like a side stuff so like i always do all these side projects like podcasting which is building my personal brand and just developing my uh my my personality online <laughs> i'm just joking um yeah like just career related it has to be career related whether it's like a new skill you want to learn in your job like i always make a career related resolution i don't know i always do that stuff and then creative projects and passion projects and stuff like that so you know like it could be anything related to what you're interested in for example releasing a podcast every week is one of these goddamn resolutions i already had that goal last year but it carries over okay and then stuff on top of that this video podcast this is a new year's resolution to start doing video podcasts because people consume video content better than just audio content and i was stupid to just do the first 13 episodes audio especially when i just had my first guest but i wanted to make sure the audio was good before you guys look at my ugly face <laughs> I'm so sad. that's why that's why i have a beard <laughs> uh, yeah i i gotta fix this lighting though like especially when i have guests on it'll be a lot better and um i like the canadian sign though really works out my girlfriend got me that i think last year for nope last year for christmas or for my birthday or something like that i really like it though it's super dope um 
and then I have my map because I'm going to be doing some traveling this year. I'm going to be doing some traveling this year. Super excited. Um, but yeah, New Year's resolutions are good. If you need to set them, set them for yourself. Career, fitness, and then just personal projects or personal goals and stuff like that. And write them down. Don't be afraid to write them down because then it'll force you to keep them. For reals. Um, thanks so much for listening. I think this is the end of the podcast. I really appreciate it. This is my first ever video podcast. And... I think it went well. You guys got to watch me be annoying on video this time. Thanks and uh, peace out, guys. Until next week, episode 15. Peace. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave an awesome review. Also, if you're looking for more great content by Bradley Thompson, make sure you check out his blog at livingthecanadiandream.com and follow him on social media at I am Brad Thompson. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>